0: Good morning, I invite you to turn to Mark 11, chapter, uh, Mark chapter 11, verses 25 through 26, this is the passage that will prepare us for our time of confession, Mark 11, beginning in verse 25, this is the word of God, and whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive your trespasses. This is God's word. Well, it seems that this is a fitting passage if we have come this morning to pray to God and to confess our sins that we consider from time to time our Lord Jesus' instructions on how to do that. Now consider how incompatible it would be if we came this morning and we asked God to be merciful to us for our many transgressions against his holy law, all the while, in our hearts, we are unwilling to forgive our brother or sister in Christ. How unfitting it would be for us to ask God to forgive our 10,000 talent debt again, All the while our hearts are tied up with frustration, bitterness, resentment against the hundred denarii debt that is owed to us. The word of God says, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Now sometimes people have taught that forgiveness always involves reconciliation, that you can't have forgiveness unless somebody comes to you says something like, I repent of my sins, I confess this to you, will you forgive me? We, that, you can't even have forgiveness until that happens. And I believe, of course, that is a biblical scenario. Luke 17 describes that. When, when your brother sins against you seven times in a day, he comes to you, he says, I repent, you must forgive him. That's what the Word of God says. So that is certainly a scenario. But this passage teaches us that it is possible that anywhere you're standing, anywhere you're praying and you have something against someone, that person could be a thousand miles away, that person could be dead and gone, you can forgive them, this passage says. Now what then are we to do? Are there any, are there any outs here for us? Are there any, any exceptions for us as Christians in this particular command? No, it plainly says if you are praying and you remember that you have something against someone... Right then and there, forgive them. And yes, of course, in these situations, we hope that actual relational reconciliation takes place. If it hasn't, we certainly desire that uh, most of all. But it is indeed possible to forgive right then and there. Now, when you forgive someone, what are you doing? You're canceling the debt of that offense against you. You're not going to require repayment for it. You're not going to choke your fellow servant for the hundred denarii that he owes you, like in the parable. You are going to freely and truly forgive the one who has sinned against you. Listen to a few of the passages that speak to this in the, in the scriptures, Ephesians four thirty one. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Colossians 3. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another, and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. So twice we are told in these passages that just as God has forgiven you in Christ, you extend that same kind of forgiveness to others. Just as God in Christ no longer holds your sins against you, we are to model our forgiveness upon that divine mercy. We are not going to hold the sins of others against them any longer. We're not looking for atonement because Jesus takes care of that. We're not looking for repayment. We're not looking for revenge. We're not finding subtle ways to try to hurt that person back because they hurt us. And of course, Jesus warned about that with the lex talionis in Matthew. The uh, Pharisees had begun to apply that principle of eye for eye, tooth for tooth, which was really a matter of civil justice. They had taken it and they had said, this is really useful for my conflicts. I'm going to use this against people. And so you say a mean word to me, I'll say a mean word to you because it's Just. You take something from me, I'll take something from you. But that's how they began to use this principle of justice in the matter of personal relationships. And our Lord says, no, this is not the way that my disciples should act. Instead, he says in Luke 6, I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you. How's that for a principle of justice? Bless those who curse you and pray for those who spitefully use you. This is overcoming evil with good. For every evil act committed against you, you respond with a good act, a loving act, a kind act, a merciful act. Now I know that when we come to these uh, commands to forgive, especially one like this where you're praying and the other person's not there and there's maybe no opportunity at that point for reconciliation, you're thinking this is very hard And, of course, in each of your respective situations, I do not know the particular offenses you have experienced. I know that some wounds are very deep. I know that some hurts last very long. And my intention is not to diminish sins committed against you as if they're nothing or to diminish the pain that have followed from those sins. Rather, my intention is to remind you of the vast ocean of God's mercy. Do remember that this vast ocean of the mercies of God has swallowed up your sins time and time again. So many times your sins have been cast into that ocean, they fall into the bottom and God is never going to retrieve them again. How many times has God taken those sins of yours and cast them into the deepest trenches of the sea, never to be seen again? Again. And so my question for you is, will you imitate the mercy of our merciful God? Will you take part in that sin casting into the ocean when it comes to the offenses committed against you? And can you right now forgive the one who has hurt you, canceling the debt, committing to not holding it against them any longer? You might find it easier to say yes, but your heart might be saying no in some ways. You might be thinking, I'm not sure I can let it go that easily. We're going to be all in different places in this regard, depending on uh, our spiritual condition, depending on the offenses we've experienced, but I would ask you to commit to ask the Holy Spirit of God to enable you to forgive from the heart if it feels difficult. Since we have come to pray to God today, our Lord Jesus reminds us that we must come with a forgiving heart, otherwise we cannot expect our Father in heaven to forgive us. I'll close with the words of J.C. Ryle, who commented on this, and he has some good questions for us. Here's what he says. Let us leave this passage with serious self-inquiry. Do we know what it is to be of a forgiving spirit? Can we look over the injuries that we receive from time to time in this evil world? Can we pass over a transgression and pardon an offense? If not, where is our Christianity? If not, why should we wonder that our souls do not prosper? Let us resolve to amend our ways in this matter. Let us determine by God's grace to forgive, even as we hope to be forgiven. This is the nearest approach we can make to the mind of Christ Jesus. This is the character which is most suitable to a poor, sinful child of Adam. God's free forgiveness of sins is our highest privilege in in this world, God's free forgiveness will be our only title to eternal life in the world to come. Then let us be forgiving forgiving during the few years that we are here upon this earth. Amen. Let us us pray now in light of this. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for your amazing, never-ceasing mercy to us sinners, that we can come week after week and we can confess our sins And receive your forgiveness, that promise of pardon through Jesus Christ. We are so thankful that you do not hold our sins against us any longer. And we do come to also confess our weakness to forgive others. uh, That at times we are very committed to uh, justice and vengeance and repayment when this is not how you treat us. And so we ask for your forgiveness in this. We ask for your strengthening grace to, to forgive others. And now we take a moment to confess our own sins to the Lord.